Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm a man who's got very specific taste, but you're just my type, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And Pete Donaldson's here. Yes, yes. Pete's back from Ghent from the weekend. Belgium's Ghent. Yeah, I gave myself a cold. I drank so much, I gave myself a cold. How's that happened? What did you give the local people? Uh, entertainment. And good times. Mm. <laughs> but the two aren't mutually exclusive, I would argue. Donaldson's uh, trials with gravity. Just falling oh. over a lot. I may, or may not win have, again. I may or may not have more on that from a listener later in the show. Oh, 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 oh. really? That's yeah. lovely. I, I said may or may not. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds like you're very much in the mirror. <laughs> Let's hope we can have uh, some of Pete's wicked whispers, eh? Mm. Stolen uh, under his very nose. Now, Stephen Fletcher had to sing the theme tune to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air as his initiation at Marseille recently before sitting down to dinner with his teammates. If you could choose an initiation for a player, it could be a particular player or even a manager. What would you come up with, Jim? Um, I'm going to go for a type of player, sort of mercurial players like like Adel Terat, um, Mario Bellatelli, those players where clearly the talent is there, but mm. they don't apply themselves to the point where people say, actually, is the talent there? Are they just a bit flash and is it <laughs> is it tricking us? So let's let's take Terat yeah. uh, as an example. So whatever club he ends up at next, as the manager, I would say, look, you've got to sit here in front of the squad and if you're so talented, then you can do a Rubik's Cube with your feet and no one can say a word or leave until you've done it. And then he would learn that, you know, to actually get the best out of his talent and achieve something, he's got to apply himself, put a bit of work in. It takes time. You've got to make some effort and solve a bloody Rubik's Cube with your feet. So Adele. all the other players <laughs> got to sit around watching him do it? Yeah. Because obviously there's pressure. Exactly, exactly. You know, but he's, he can't let them down, can he? He's got to work hard for them. It's a bit like it's the teamwork. scene. It's a bit like the scene in Full Metal Jacket when they all have to do press-ups because Private Pile's eating a donut. It's a lot like mm. that. Yeah. I, I can't see... F- Fulham doing that to him. Do you remember when he yeah. went on loan to Fulham or something? Felix McGat was there, they might have. Oh, that's a point. <laughs> I, can't, I don't think, I'm not sure if he was there or not, but you're it right, Jim. A, it could be a Harrods Rubik's Cube. It could well be. Are mm. they different? Very posh. There are, there are <laughs> some posh. players who've London's got so- finest. All gold. Really easy. Absolutely. There are some players who've got such good technique that I reckon they could do a Rubik's Cube. Who do you reckon? I think Messi could do it with kick ups. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, that'd be good. I was thinking, I was thinking Tom, Tom Hoddleston. And I was also thinking, really? He's got great technique. I was aiming higher than I was that. Thi- I was also going to say Alvaro Recoba. 
Oh, lovely. The left peg. Um, now you're talking. Uh, the left peg of, of justice, really. I mean, one of the greatest <laughs> left pegs of all time. Well, well Darren Anderton, because he was always injured and his legs went backwards sometimes, didn't they? That's true. Yeah. That is so they true. They went in all yeah. different directions. Maybe that's oh, how Gorin- he did it. would be the ultimate one, would you not? <laughs> I imagine Darren Anderton's knee being like a Rubik's Cube. It's the problem the medical staff yeah. had. They just couldn't <laughs> get it right. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. No, you can't take the stickers off. It's cheating. Just bones grinding against each other. All right, so Rubik's Cube with your feet. Excellent, mm. Luke. What you got? Um, I I've noticed fairly recently that McDonald's are the sponsors of the FA coaches and pretty is, much everything else. They, they do genuinely sponsor coaches at the FA. I mm. think. Do they? I think I'm right saying that. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking of a way they could further ingratiate themselves in, in the world of football by um, administering um, a fillet of fish challenge for each player upon signing for a new team. Right. Um, fillet of fish challenge is, the, is ten fillet of fish down in ten minutes. Um, and I've got here on my notes possible double cheeseburger substitute if you have a doctor's note to say you can't eat filet of fish. But they'll never get that done. Well, how do you know? They might. If do. you go to McDonald's to buy your filet of fish, they're never ready. You've got to have them ordered specially. It would take hours for them to even order the blooming thing. They're being well, sponsored by McDonald's. I don't think they can make it happen. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think that's cause... the problem with this. But I like, I like that how. What is the problem then? Trying to get ten done in ten minutes, no one could, no one could humanly do that. Well, that's, that's the whole point, isn't it? You know, that's that's the point of an initiation ceremony. Surely. It's a challenge. It's difficult. If you do it, mm-hmm. if you do manage to do it, you get extra points in the uh, players' player of the year at the end of the season. <laughs> I can imagine Tarat just going, "Oh, can I do that one instead?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm playing any that. games. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Filet fish, Peter. In 2003. Okay. Here we go. Jimmy White. Uh, released a single called Jimmy's Minted. Well, the, the snooker player, Jimmy snooker White. player Jimmy White, well wins. Okay. Did you bring that in? Yeah, okay. he that is in. physically the snooker player Jimmy White. This is not for one, not one for our North American brothers and sisters. <laughs> no, but I, I, I don't care. No, who cares about them? Anyway? Frankly, I hate them. Okay. Um, no, he, he released a uh, released a, uh, a single called Jimmy's Minted, and it was I didn't all know about. This. And it was all well, you didn't because it didn't get anywhere in the oh. charts or anything. And my dad, is that the only copy like the Wu Tang album? Yeah, well, yeah, he's actually holding a copy of this. Yeah, exactly. I'm that rich banker horrible man yeah. um, and I just think Ezekiel uh, Levetsi would have a lovely time singing the lyrics of this song because it really is something else I, I've got a copy of this CD because my friend Mark directed the video Okay, uh, and it was all rather shady and strange I'm seeing from the CD here there's a karaoke version on the B-side lovely. Well, so get, involved lovely. On, get involved yeah Oi, oi, my ship's come in. I've had a big win. Big cigar and a nice fast car. Normal work. I'm just going to play it. I'm going to have a fantastic day. Yeah, my ship's come in. Yeah, I've had a big win. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice, nice cigar. Money's too tight to mention. Money's so loose, I don't need a pension. Freedom Not for honest. all is a nice idea, but I'm going for a curry and 10 pints of beer. Sunshine holiday, here I come. I might even take my dear old chums. I'm absolutely minted. I'm flying high. <laughs> I'm thinking about my skint mates as they struggle by. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, I was about to say maybe uh, maybe Jimmy Bullard could do a cover of this. Yeah. Oh, even have to change the it's name. It's like an English version of Ronaldinho's "I'm Full of Money." Yeah. He's got a little bit of the Antonio Cassano about it. Yeah, well. also, oh, it does. Yeah. also, love the idea that he might take his mates. Yeah, I've decided considering yeah. just going alone. No, skint mates yeah. laughing at them. Do you, want, do you want four more lines, please? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bank manager, it's for real. I'm changing banks now. How do you feel? Rolls Royce, Bentley and a big pool. By the end of the week, I'll have it all. I worried so much I was in despair. Now I'm loaded, I just don't care. Beautiful women running fingers through my hair. But I'm afraid hair we're talking... Hair replacement for yeah, Jimmy White. Yeah, that's mm. it, yeah. He's got you covered. But I'm afraid... Uh, what was it? But I'm afraid we're talking transplant here. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, he's, Jimmy, he's acknowledged he's it. Jimmy, there's yeah. a self-awareness to this that I enjoy. Yeah. Been, yeah. Been, been laughing so much I've given myself a stitch. And he rhymes <laughs> that with rich, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Thank so, Ear love, ear love, pack your bags. Oh, why is that? You're going away, and that's a fact. Winter or summer, never mind that. Just sling your hook, you old king bat. <laughs> your old king bat? That is yeah. why the uh, Why the aggression towards his bank manager? And also, like he's had a bank manager wife. that's just never believed in the, him. The artwork is all dollar bills, but single dollar yeah. bills. Why? There should be pound notes. Yeah. The, fr- the, fr- the very prominent one on the front is a one dollar bill. <laughs> so at best, he's got about $30 there. <laughs> yeah. And he lives in England. So he's making no... it rain. Yeah. I, I, I uh, have seen Jimmy White knocking around his car because he lives down in Surrey, not far from where I used to live. And his uh, personalised personalized number plate says Q Boy. Q boy. Wow. Can I just, Marcus, I mean, wow. this, is, this is your domain. Hang on, not, Q not... as in just a Q? As in, uh, as in a snooker, snooker Q. Q. Mm. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Just not the Q. That's that, right. just, that sounds like something else. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. But it clearly bit. isn't. Marcus, right. this is your realm, not mine, but I'm wondering how this relates to the opening question. Uh, oh, yeah, what is, what is your Well, he would entertain everyone with his lovely song. What, Who? Jimmy White? <laughs> Jim, no! <laughs> Levetsi. Now he's in, oh, right. in China. Oh, of course. Levetsi going to China would have to sing that song. That song. Ah. So just telling Presumably everyone how much Chinese. money he's made. I'm yeah. so glad you dragged that back, Luke, because I was just all over the place. Imagine him in, in China. 
Yeah. Right, everyone, I'm going to sing this song now. Um, it's by an who... English snooker player, <laughs> and I'm going to sing it in to English, despite not really knowing it. Actually, in China, they do like snooker. They do, they, they love it. It's very so popular. they might know Big yeah. Jimmy. So, it, it, you know, Pete's they know, answer they know, wasn't ridiculous know, after they, all. They know Kenny G. They play that Kenny G song uh, when they go home. Do they? Yep. Oh. When they go home? They play it all on their factories and stuff. They play a very specific song when they go home, and it's Kenny G. <laughs> I will concede that you will know more about this than I do. It's but the I'm, I'm still fascinated. It's the Kenny G song going home. Right. I haven't heard it. I'm not familiar right. with it. <laughs> I, I believe you. I don't need you for backup. <laughs> Is that what you do when you go to the Far East? You just do shifts in factories? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. wait outside dog cafes. Yeah. <laughs> Desperately wanting to go in. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if if uh, a player was signing for a Tony Pulis team, and I was the owner. I would make the new signing and Tony Pulis both. The, you know, so you know when a new signing, uh, he normally goes and watches the team mm. before he plays, and then he comes out on the pitch, normally in a kind of a faux leather jacket, waving to the fans. Yeah. Uh, so if it was if it was that game there that the new player was was coming out onto the pitch, I would make him and Pulis both grease up. I was going to say covered in yogurt, but I just thought you might have no. the yogurt answered. Yeah. yeah, you do want to steal this one. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh, grease up and then wrestle in the centre circle at half time. I'd love Ooh, to see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd love that to is. see that. I would. I don't think there's enough um, homoerotic sort of Greco-Roman <laughs> wrestling in football. I think. Have you not uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think really? the West Brom no, fans a... would enjoy it at the moment. I, they would. I said there's not enough. <laughs> yeah. I'd uh, personally like to see more. That's mm. right. That's absolutely right. I think Pete's got the points. Good. I only had to bring a CD I bought two years ago you for bring five prop, pounds from brother, eBay. You'll five get it. Five pounds? <laughs> five pounds? Probably about four times more than it actually cost when it was released. Yeah. That's about as much money as he's got on the front cover. Yeah. Jimmy's is. minted. Yeah. My goodness. There we are. Right then, to the FA Cup where Reading did beat West Brom. Yeah. We it predicted a, it. It was a giant killing, or was it? I suppose it was. Reading are quite low down in the championship. West Brom are a Premier League side. Jim? Yeah. Oi. We I'm can not... all agree it was a great day for Brian McDermott. <laughs> One of the best days, if not the best days of his life. Yeah. <laughs> I, for- I forgot that McDermott was Reading manager. You, you forgot yeah. they'd given him a second stint. <laughs> yeah. A when second I saw roll him on the, the bench, I thought, he looks like Brian McDermott. <laughs> yeah. Did you worry that you travelled back in time? <laughs> for a couple of months, yeah. yeah. A couple thought, of months? <laughs> oh, well, however long ago it was when he was in charge, a year or two ago, I thought, if I'd, if I'd have known that, I'd have travelled back further. But yeah... Um, Good day for Reading, even yeah. though it was a very poor one for West Brom. Is it fair to say it was a reasonably <laughs> poor day for Chris Brunt? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Horrible at, yeah. Uh, at the end there. Awful. Was um, every, everybody coming out on Twitter just sort of going, ah, I think this is a abhorrent. I'm going, yeah, we all know that. Yeah. Don't worry yeah. about it. You're not, you're not the president. You I love it come how, out with a statement with everything that happens. Yeah. I love it how Stop people... Stop this scourge of faces. People need to, to express that they're more shocked than the yeah. previous person. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? They, so they, so yeah. it gets yeah. to the point where you think they're describing the Syrian refugee crisis mm. and it's... Yeah. Oh, no, it's... I disagree with this the most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, I, do, I, do, I do think there's a certain kind of breed of... Uh, if I was going to speculate, I was going to say that uh, whoever threw it, probably one of the younger... Uh, oh, you don't know. You don't fans. know. Do you reckon but it's the guy who got his shirt? Is that where <laughs> this is going? <laughs> it's, the slight, it's the slight kind of entitlement of the modern young football fan for my money. But nobody who supported Albion pre-Megson is going to be throwing coins at the wrong players because they remember how poor they were. Especially 10, 15 seasons ago. But Chris Brunt has really, really put a shift in for that club. He's played over 400 know. games. I know. It's, yeah. it's, it's outrageous. And also, throwing a coin at someone is like a manual version of shooting someone. One. Do you know what I mean? Just using a bit of metal as a projectile. It's yeah. like making yourself into a rubbish gun. It's yeah. just just an idiotic thing to do. Yeah. It happened at Chelsea as well, didn't it? The yeah, that's right. Coin thrown at them. Which is, I think, which is, to, the... to be honest, I think it probably happens a lot in football, but there's never a direct hit. Yeah, maybe. I've certainly, I, I, I bet you. I've certainly seen. Um, I've certainly seen. Um, Coins have been thrown for years. Yeah, Remember yeah, when yeah, Jamie yeah. Carragher he got one thrown at him at uh, Highbury mm. and he threw it back, mm. which was uh, quite crazy. And then Beckham had coins thrown at him at uh, Main Road when he, when Manchester United played there. And I think he got the only goal of the game, a beautiful free kick, mm. and he bent down and picked them up and started putting them in his shorts. The thing I didn't like about um, the Chelsea one was it like it looked like the West Brom fan had given him the idea. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, and it was almost like now because there was so much attention from it. The, mm. the, I'll the, be an idiot as well. The type of people who do that sort of thing are clearly going to revel in the attention mm. drawn. Yeah. From I mean, it. And the I trouble mean, is with idiots like that, they never take the idea from the other fans who didn't throw the coins. No, exactly. They didn't yeah. say, oh, no one else threw coins. I'll, I'll follow them. Yeah, I've, but, I've, been, I've been, I've been like Hartlepool Dives where someone's thrown darts before. You know, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, <laughs> they'll, like at each other's fans, not at the players or anything Jesus. like that. But it's just like it's, it's. 
it's not indicative necessarily of a wider problem, but I do think there is a slight strain of uh, the young hooligans creeping back into you, the game. You say it's not is... indicative of a wider problem. I think, you know, part of me thinks that there should be some sort of collective responsibility for this. I mean, I'm not blaming fans that haven't done it, but clearly there is an environment at fo- certain football games which means that people feel that they can do that sort of thing. It's right? modern, it's entitlement, isn't it? It's, like, it's kind of like, and I think the further the Premier League moves away from that kind of grassroots uh, football, the more of that sort of thing will creep back in. And it'll go in cycles. But, you've get, always, but all, people have back. always thrown coins at football. Not, I'm not saying that they'll calm down A proud tradition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I've had enough of it and we should leave Europe. No, I think that... <laughs> Their coins are bigger. Yeah, they, they are. Um, Apart from the pound coin. The pound coin is a weighty piece. Mm. Are we getting a new two Let's pound not coin? put ideas in no, people's heads. Five pound coin? I remember the two pound coin used to be a proper beer token. They used mm. to be able to buy a pint of beer with a two pound coin. Oh, right. It was almost like it was designed and minted expressly for that purpose. Minted. Speaking of which. Minted, yeah. minted, minted. <laughs> yeah. I respect Jimmy White more if the cover of that CD single was uh, literally like a two pound coin. <laughs> Showering with two pound on, on, the the the, on the side of the snooker tail. My turn next. Yeah, but the serious, the serious point <laughs> I wanted to make was that a lot of people will hide behind saying, oh, you know, if, if you sanitise football and you, and you do all this stuff and, and you, you'll essentially stop. An atmosphere, and I think that's absolutely nonsense. Of course, it I don't is. think they're mutually exclusive at yeah, all. Of course. I've been that's, to, I've that's been not to, a good atmosphere, is it? No, I've been to other. Uh, it's an intimidating atmosphere which people mm. don't feel comfortable being in. Yeah. And I've been to other sports and watched them, American and there's been amazing sports. atmosphere, and there's never any hint of any of that sort of stuff happening. It's, yeah. it's, I, I think it would be great. It's easier said, easier said than done, but I think it'd be great if everyone could take a collective responsibility and, and, and try and make out that that sort of stuff isn't acceptable in any form anywhere. Yeah. Well, there's a, a local newspaper has put a five hundred pound reward for the guy's name in pound um, coins. In pound coins, yeah, yeah. that's um, not helping. Yeah, no. Um, giving him ammo. Yeah, <laughs> well, absolutely. No, he's not going to get the reward. Well, he uh, might hand himself it'll in. It'll be the person. 500 quid? Yeah. I don't know if they'll give it to him. Best if he hands himself in. I guarantee you. I don't know if you can hand yourself into a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, to be fair, he's got to be pretty thick, so maybe you will do that. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, I mean, hopefully someone will yeah. grass him. I, I, think, I think in terms of taking res- you know collective responsibility, it is a difficult thing to do, isn't it? But there's an opportunity yeah. for that there, so let's hope someone it's takes a, it. It's a pretty decent ground. They should have cameras. They probably do have well, and I, th- I think we need change. Uh, or is that part of the problem? I'm not sure. But uh, Reading! <laughs> oh, that is just cheap, man. Yeah. What? No. Less of that. Not allowed. That's cheaper than throwing the coin. I didn't, what yeah. did I say? Uh, Reading won the game. They did. Let's they get back great. to the football, okay? West Brom, you know, West Brom um, were, were bad, weren't they? They uh, were. They, they really were. It took them ages to get into the game. And what well, they were really telling. Well, they were 1 0 up, mm. yeah. But despite that, they, they conceded very quickly <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. And, yeah, it's true. He generally. But genuinely true. Even at one 0 up, they weren't really in the game, which is astounding. Reading were the better team um, in the first half. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I say that because they conceded so quickly. Um, but the third goal was astounding. It's it came amazing. From, it came from Reading just trying to keep the ball in the corner, but it was as easy to get a shot away. It's <laughs> yeah. like they didn't really want to do it. Just they were sort of ushered towards having a shot, and then they yeah. did, and they scored. It was like they were, it was like they were going, "Well, we don't really want to get the ball away. This is the key stage." But I mean, if you're going to let us do that, <laughs> yeah, then we're very much going to take we'll, that. We'll keep the ball in your net. Yeah, da- the Darren Fletcher. Fletcher goal was very nice, very yeah. nicely taken, I thought. Mm. Always nice to see Fletcher do well. Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, they're, they're, they're rewarded with a home tie against Crystal Palace in the next round. That's mm. winnable. That's what Spurs thought. True. Mm. Well, there was, yeah, that's, that is very true. Well, Reading were uh, in the semi final recently. They were, they got beaten by Arsenal, didn't that's they? That's right, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, was that on penalties? Oh, or was no, that Sheffield no, United? Wigan. Wigan, they um, oh, so, yeah, yeah, they've, um, they've oh, got a bit sorry. of pedigree. Yeah. In the last 10 years, I think they've knocked West Brom out four times, which is mad. It is. Yeah, but there you go. Oh, yeah, a bogey team. Given they don't seem to be able to sort of buy a goal in the championship at the moment, that is that is fairly strange. Well, it's, it's what we were saying on the previous show, isn't it? That the FA Cup sometimes acts as a little holiday for clubs where they don't have, to have the, you know, the pressure of, of the league. And it, it always seemed to me that that would suit Reading more than West Brom. And so yeah. it proved to be. Well, because West Brom are struggling themselves. But Reading haven't won a game in the league since the turn of the year. Uh, turn of the year so well, it's, it's, it's like you said a few weeks ago, West Brom just don't know who they are. No. It's yeah. just kind of like an amorphous blob of all, yeah. football. All the things you expect from a Tony Pru- this side it doesn't really seem that immediately mm. apparent because he's got a couple of flair players in now and he's like I don't know what to do with this <laughs> I don't know what to do with this people. also Pulis um, Pulis is basically making noises about maybe not uh, extending his contract and you know this is, it's not really certain if he's going to stay around um, which is well he won't they get relegated well absolutely not yeah but um that's not really the sort of thing you expect from Pulis, is the the idea of hiring Tony Pulis is that he solidity. brings you some stability and yeah, solidity. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I mm. agree. Yeah, it's a strange mm. one for him to say that. It is. We're going to talk about Palace and Pardew after this. Watch yourself, it's the Ramble Boys chucking out the bands, making all the noise. Keep your peepers peeled and watch those grubby mists because they're coming for you and your big shop tips. Spurs nil, Palace won. The hey, slide is speaking over. Speaking of teams who can't win in the league, but then have a little holiday in the cup. Actually, Palace did have a, a proper holiday, didn't they? 
Uh, before the uh, before the, the game, uh, Palace had taken his team away to Spain, didn't they? They asked him uh, if he'd be doing the same for the next round, and he said, "Oh, absolutely." Yeah. <laughs> Any excuse? Yeah. I yeah. take I take the team to Spain before every game. <laughs> Win, lose, or draw. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't you manage in La Liga? Right? Yeah. Two for one shots at uh, Lineker's Bar. <laughs> Lineker's and you can't bar. put a price on that sort of no. morale. Have you, have you ever been to a Lineker's Bar? I think I might have done. I have never. Yeah. Have you? Oh, I have, yeah. It's, it's all right. It's quite it? spacious. Well, it depends on the time of day. Runs. <laughs> Up and down. <laughs> you being Peter Beardsley. Did yeah. you go to Beardsley's bar? <laughs> a lot of hard work going on in there. Yeah. Yeah. Beardsley works in there. He's still doing all the running. <laughs> Lineker's bar is the exact same dimension as a six-yard box. Yeah. In Beardsley's bar, would the food be created, the cocktails would be mixed there, and then be served in Lineker's bar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Waddle comes in drunk and dribbling everywhere. <laughs> but but it would definitely be uglier in the Beardsley's bar. Mm. <laughs> it would mm. be a very strange shape. It would be, but uh, it would be more honourable. You mm. could suggest. Anyway, that's Spurs Palace done. It is. Uh, Palace <laughs> in the quarterfinals for the first time since 1995, according to a BBC commentator I heard I d- him say. I don't know how Palace won that match. I don't know how Spurs it lost was it. So- I don't know how Spurs... I, oh, it was, it was reminiscent of Manchester United nil, Portsmouth won. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> it was in the sense that it was so one well, Portsmouth dominated. True enough. Yeah. There's no greater joy than seeing a, a ball hit both posts. United. Oh, yeah. oh, no, it never gets yeah. all that. Especially if it's for Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear, yeah. Um, despite Palace's poor form, of course, uh, Pardew rightly pointed out that uh, his uh, Palace players could still finish in a record high position in the Premier League and they're in the quarterfinals yeah. of the Cup. Because yeah. the Premier League is a joke. <laughs> is it fair to say that Pardew's seen the Pardew slide and he's just... Just you know, just ran up it like it's the travelator <laughs> at the end of the game. Yeah. No, enough of this. Not for me, Pull son. Shot Come on, <laughs> let's do this. I've heard you, Donaldson. Your fun's over. Oh. He was loving it, wasn't he? The old grin was back, and I thought, just bear in mind, pal. You're in the next round of the cup. Fair enough. Yeah, but you've lost what five in, on the bounce or something like He's that. He's a confidence league. manager. He is. <laughs> he really is. But it was so one-sided that game. How yeah. Spurs didn't win the match, and it's a shame for Spurs because uh, they were on for a, a domestic double. Well, do you think, to a degree, though, that you know they're still in Europe, uh, they've got an actual title bid on, which you know it would have seemed kind of mad at the start of the season. It's not the end of the world for them not to be in the FA Cup anymore. It isn't. So, I think you know, to, there's a, there are positives to well, take there. You'd always rather replays. still be in the competition. It, de- it depends what school of thought you've got here, because if you are thinking about uh, fitness and potential injuries and energy of the players and so on and so forth, then yes, they've got one one, two, three less games there. And Arsenal have got one more, by the way, mm. you know, before they think about the next no, round. That, actually, I'm really happy with that because what we've done... Um, <laughs> it's kept a clean sheet at home no, against yeah, we've, we've fooled Barcelona. <laughs> um, and they are not going to... They're going to have nothing to, to just counter the hammering they're going to get tomorrow night. Right. It's going to be embarrassing for them. <laughs> absolutely embarrassing. They're going to look at that whole game and think, oh, this will be easy. They're just going to mm. get smacked. Yeah. I think they'll probably just fold the club. Do you think Luis yeah. Enrique will think to himself... Well, if, if, no, if, he'll just turn into smoke. Willie, yeah. I thought he would be maybe thinking, well, if old Brucey can't outthink them, what chance mm. have I got? Exactly. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Either way, they're getting smashed. But uh, what, what, can I get? Can I trouble you for a score prediction, please? <laughs> um, I'm on, on this rich vein of content. Yeah. <laughs> plus plus three nil to yeah. the home team. <laughs> yeah. Jim Stradamus. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, they're in the next round, aren't they? they beat, are. beat, oh my uh, God! What a buy that was. Manchester City. Uh, Manchester City youth team five one. But it was like Man City's version of the Muppet Babies, wasn't well, it? Well, uh, this is it was it. Pellegrini, like, he's going to take a lot. Of, well, he has taken a lot of criticism. He doesn't care now, though, does he? He really Do you think doesn't. It's because he's on the way out. He's like, this <laughs> is what I think of your bloody January I'll do announcement. What I want. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really no, enjoyed. Shut your noise. <laughs> I really enjoyed. I'm off to spend with pods. <laughs> we got we got a great tweet from Ant Henderson who said uh, with Pellegrini oh, with Pellegrini telling fans not to bother buying tickets for Chelsea. Is this the first example of a manager resting fans? <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I like that. Yeah, he obviously fielded uh, a handful of players who had no first-team experience. Yeah. None at all. But, what, six of them? I think well, it was... Ian Atto think... is a senior player in that team. Oh, yeah, yeah. he is, yeah. yeah. But sure. I, th- I think there was the four or five with no first-team experience at all, off the top of my head. Um, and, of course, he was angry with the FA because they didn't bring the game forward by a day because they were playing in Kiev uh, mm. this week, of course, in, in the Champions League. I'm not having that, really. No, I, I, I think... I, I, I initially thought they were playing Tuesday, which I would have thought, OK, fine, it's, it's 24 hours, fewer for them. But when you think that they're not playing a game until Sunday because they played the League Cup final at 4pm, mm. which is the latest, obviously, you can play on a Sunday... Um, in that in that context and if you think about how they're travelling to Kiev 
they're going to be traveling in luxury for like three and a half hours on the flight. They're not. It's not going to be traveling to Kiev as as we all know it. Yeah. It's going to be fine yeah. to get there and I'm get back. You. Yeah. Also, as well, they they have such a big deep squad. That it, you know, surely, surely <laughs> they Man, can do Manuel's well big deep but squad. That's right, but it's, just, it's the same as like Liverpool, like Klopp complaining about fixing congestion. You sort of go, look. You this know, is what you, the game this is. is what, yeah. You know what's going to happen at this time every season. If you go on a cup run or if you... If you to assign more importance to the abstract concept of 11 men running around a field to another 11 men running around a field no, but they is, they is put, stupid. But they could have put the game a day but earlier. They could have, but, yeah. but you don't it. always get what you want and you've just got to deal with that. You know, mm. put out a t- put out the tin. Is that some out. of the lyrics from Jimmy White? <laughs> 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 it's just, it just not, it, it, football is so stupid at the best of the times. The thing it seems to me Anyway. The thing that was disconcerting for me is when I was reading up about all this earlier. <laughs> that keeps I, us in a job, Peter. I feel like I was getting, I'm getting old because I keep thinking that the players and the managers want more money for fewer games. They never want to play games. It's like, yeah. we well, should cut the Premier League down to like 16 teams. Like, no, no, we shouldn't. Yeah. I'm happy with it as it is. Just yeah. flip for it every season. <laughs> and the whole season off. Yeah. But I, I think... I think it was poor when he said fans don't bother buying it. But is yeah, it, it's, it's bad and it's disrespectful to them. They want to see their team. Yeah, like they they don't view it as a burden. They mm. enjoy it. You got to point out that Man City do have quite a few injuries at the moment. They got yeah. seven first team players it, out. I but think it's a very pointed and very deliberate. You know, it's decision, the old Redknapp. It? It's the old putting the second keeper on the bench thing that Redknapp used to do when yeah. the transfer window opened again. Mm, Little yeah. nod to the chairman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me. I've got to put two keepers on the bench. I need yeah. more players. Yeah. I, I love that. Looking at the, the actual game, though, obviously Chelsea must have, you know, the fans in particular must have thought, oh, I can't believe this. Mm. This is great. Because, you know, that's, that's a tough game in, in normal circumstances. But the form they're in, they could actually win it. And Hiddink's won it before yes. in very similar circumstances. Yep. They, they actually genuinely look like are they you, could. Are you worried that this is inadvertent? Certainly kickstarted Chelsea's season. Yeah, not only that, <laughs> not only that Chelsea won it in 2012 when they'd got a change of manager as well under Di mm. Matteo. They won it the same season they won the Champions mm. League 2012. They won the FA Cup that season too. So it is pointing towards that. And Hiddink's record. The thing I like about Hiddink is, he's, obviously I don't know the guy, but he clearly just comes across as the arch diplomat. Yes. He looks like he could just defuse any sort well, of like, argument uh, to anyone. Well, the ultimate example is, um, you know, what's his name? Ancelotti. Yeah. He's yeah. got a, a touch of that about yeah, him, hasn't yeah. he? Hiddink's it just it's like a kindly Dutch uncle. Yeah. And du- Dutch uncle sounds Avuncula. rude, doesn't it? Yeah. French prefix of Dutch. It sounds like a, anything it sounds like a sex move. Yeah. 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 Spanish got, fly. He got his old Dutch uncle out there. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> um, it's interesting what Chelsea are going to do because Hiddink is clearly not going to be there long term and what they're going to do after he goes and, and what manager they're going to get in next. And I wonder if they've considered perhaps appointing uh, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> now they're going to stick with Hiddink for now. They've looked at that cup and they've decided we're going to make a Dutch. Push, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a Dutch whatever push. that is, but only after the water shake. Yeah, that sounds like a really messy Dutch oven. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> so Everton. Uh, b- sorry, before we go on to Everton, can I just put a put a point to you guys? Now, William clearly is um, Chelsea's player of the season at the moment. It's having an absolutely fantastic season. Mm. It's not like he was ever a bad player before, but he's mm. really kicked on. Do you think when they signed Quadrado, clearly because William was good, but they thought they could upgrade him, that that uh, is what's pushed him on because he's just so reliable, so consistent. Yeah. I think, I think I think I do think it's an interesting point because the the whole competition for places type thing is definitely a factor. And Arsene Wenger's never subscribed to that, by the way. I think that um, previously to to obviously him leaving, Alex Song just went on a mass. His, his form just dropped off a cliff because yeah, yeah. my my contention probably at the time, if I can remember rightly, and and still now is that like that sort of player. If he knows that every week he's just going to walk into that team, what what incentive mm. has he got? And I think you're right about William. I think you hit the nail on yeah. the head there. Well, some players never really did anything. Some players shrink from it, and others rise to it. William seems to have been that. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Well, yeah, mm. Everton have got themselves a Dutch tie in the next round because they're playing Chelsea. Um, <laughs> and that's a big one, big one. Everton versus Chelsea, saucy. Uh, Blackburn they were beaten five one. Another five one in, mm. in the FA Cup. Eh? Yeah. Anything can happen. It's Jim. the magic of the cup. That's right. Mm. They D- magic the goals in. <laughs> Dimitri Payet. Like David was, Blaine was up front for them. Payet was. In a big box. Copperfield in goal. He was taking the wing. I'm not finished. I know. Dynamo on the wing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm finished now. And Paul Daniels. There you go. Paul Daniels in a dugout. Terrible news about Paul Daniels. All the best to Paul Daniels. Yeah, very much so. Proper, lovely block. Yeah. Yeah. Um, big Middlesbrough fan hmm. I hear yeah uh, Slavin Bilic uh, was um, waxing lyrical about Pine. of course he was how could he not and he said I have to get poetry lessons to describe his importance to us can you have poetry lessons <laughs> yeah, presumably. I don't really know I'd it, imagine it, so it would be just literature wouldn't it but did Billich not write the songs for Raw Bowl, his, uh, his, his rock band? Mm, possibly. Yeah. He wasn't a lyrics man, though. <laughs> well, I don't know. Even if he was, clearly, that's how good Pyatt is. He doesn't feel qualified. Do you know no. what the most annoying thing is? Pyatt, if he was English, 
would be the first name on our team sheet. Probably won't even get in the France squad for the Euros. Mm. Yeah, we're going to win it though. So shut up. I've got a really <laughs> funny France uh, squad uh, story in a minute. Like, oh yeah, is well. it to do with Benzema? No, it's not. Oh, no. Okay, thank no, goodness. No. Oh, t- some teams had a week off this week because of the FA Cup, didn't they? Yeah. And one of those teams was Aston Villa. And um, so that what they did is they had a game behind closed doors against their under twenty ones. Seems very lost professional. And yeah. lost three nil. <laughs> Is that true? I thought that, that was a dreadful. Don't worry about it. Move on. <laughs> Can you believe that, eh? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, West Ham. Put them to the sword. A couple of sendings yeah. off. Shame for um, West Ham they were down to 10 men because obviously they're in the next round. Yeah, but, it was you a, know, they were, uh, they were pretty good for it, weren't they? Yeah. I think the keeper could have done a bit better with Payets, but... Um... Yeah. Well, they'll play the winner of Shrewsbury versus Manchester United, which has obviously not happened at the time of recording. I did enjoy the West Ham fan in the onesie, in the West Ham onesie. I didn't see it. Was he in a onesie? He was like a big, proper, like... Onesie man. A proper onesie man. (laughs) When you think of the term West Ham, or West Ham fan, that guy you're thinking of, that's what he looked like. But in like a big West Ham baby grow, it was brilliant. West Ham fan as a man. That would be, be good if they dished out every single fan one week had, 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 was dressed like that. Onesie week? Yeah, onesie yeah. week. And then mm. one stand, as you said once, Jim, a stand of dogs, stand of onesies, um, a stand of... Uh, <laughs> what have I got me question? Jimmy White's. <laughs> you're right, mate. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. You hit your head today. And the other stand, because there's one left, um, just load of just uh, you. dollar bills. <laughs> Trouble at home? Yeah, a little bit. I, I don't want to talk I'm about it. I'm all for the, the stand of dogs, though. Yeah. Or the I dog mean, of stands. You'd, you'd have to vet the dogs, no pun intended. You have yeah. to make sure they were you know, dogs that liked other dogs. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, you only need one that doesn't, and that's absolute carnage. Yeah, yeah but they just deal with him, wouldn't they? All the other what? dogs just put him down. <laughs> what's, what's that in your hand, Frank? Is it a coin? It's paw. Get it's it, in his get paw. Out. Paw? What? In his paw, what? not his hand. Dog, Dog hands? No, paws. They've got hands. No, they've got... <laughs> no they have handlers. Dutch hands. Uh, yeah. They've got Dutch hands. Dutch hands. Uh, oh, what about this? Going uh, to, to mentioning Manchester United. Uh... Tell us for the FA Cup week, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> Absolute drivel. <laughs> there wasn't even a dog nonsense. on the pitch this week. <laughs> Normally you think, right, there's not much football this week because it's the FA Cup, but on the other hand, we probably will get a dog on the pitch. Yeah. That'll see us through the first 20 minutes. We had a fan yeah. on the we've pitch. Got to a point, we've got to a point where revisit, wait, sorry, we've got to a point where we are revisiting sentences? material about dogs <laughs> and sentences. And we're only about 20 minutes in, so think on that. Actually, we're further in, so don't oh, worry. Yeah. Oh. It, feels, it feels a lot. A lot cool your jets. Cool your jets. Was there anything you wanted to add to the FA Cup, Peter? <laughs> dogs. I'd like to fill it with wine. <laughs> yes. Okay. Goodness knows what you do from there. Uh, Inter's director, Betty Moratti, sister of former club president Massimo Moratti. Betty Moratti. Betty Moratti. She, she said recently after having lunch with Jose Mourinho when asked if he's going back to Inter, no, he's happy now. He's going to Manchester. Of course, he's always fantastic and we missed him as a person here. He, he he got an absolutely amazing reception at Inter. They yeah. spent the whole of half time singing his name, didn't they? And they unf- sure. I think they unfilled a banner, banner for him as well. Yeah, that's, that's big news in Italy. Isn't Mancini it? wouldn't be best pleased, would he? No, probably no, not. Of no. course not. But that, Mourinho loves unsettling people for no yeah. real reason. There's a lot of stuff coming out of uh, the sort of I suppose you would call it Man United sort of online press about the uh, what's going on backstage. There's a schism in there, Jim. There is a schism. Sounds like a power struggle. It does sound like a, a power, power vacuum. Struggle. Would you yeah. say schism, Jim? I, I would say schism, power struggle, hmm. yeah. Dutch rift. <laughs> <laughs> All, all kinds Dutch of rift. Yeah. yeah. Tear in the space-time continuum. Well, yeah. suppo- supposedly, I, for- I forget the name of the, uh, the Twitter account. That's it's a Red so Issue. Red Issue, yeah. yeah. So, so obviously, they know Red what they're issue. talking about. Red Issue, that sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> yeah. Doctor. Uh, but uh, apparently, the, the story from, from them is that uh, Ferguson has, you know, you know, there's this idea that Ferguson loves Mourinho, they've always got on very well, and that he's trying to get him in. Apparently not. Apparently, mm. deliberately strung him on in the past um, as a sort of, like, as a power play and maybe it's happening again because who knows well former Manchester United defender Paul Parker doesn't like the sound of all this Mourinho <laughs> talk Jim well here you go he's one of the old yeah. guard coming yeah. out very old guard he said recently to suggest that Mourinho would walk into a crisis situation at United and turn it around that is absurd he's never done that in his career frankly given how unhappy the players are right now they'd be better off bringing in Tim Sherwood between now and in the end of the season someone to soft soap the players give them a bit of a cuddle get them feeling good about themselves once again <laughs> can I just say Please. It's been a while. For, for a man, soul. for a man, I was about to say, for a man who's who's had a professional football career, he would have remembered. He yeah, would have remembered yeah. communal baths. Did, has he misunderstood what being a manager is? Yeah, a soft soap and a cuddle. Is that what he got off Alex Ferguson? And he's definitely that, not off Fergie. Is that what yeah. Tim Sherwood's doing? 
I don't know. Could be. Marcus, just, uh, don't worry about tactics. We're just going to have a lovely old soapy cuddle. Did, did Alex Ingleton ever give you a soft soap and a cuddle, Mike? <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, Paul Parker went on to say, sadly, as we've seen with Tim, those sorts of managers don't work long term. I, I can't ever think that he could have just slid in a Gary Neville dig there. Yeah. Because yeah, Gary yeah. Neville obviously usurped He's him at United. He's not a soft soaper, though. <laughs> by, by long term, does he mean over 90 minutes? Well, he said... And, <laughs> <laughs> he said, and United need to start thinking about the long term. Give soon. Tim, just give Tim a half. Yeah. Give yeah. him a half. <laughs> give him the first half yeah. of any game. It's, they're not it's scoring. Sherwood Mourinho double X. Yeah. yeah. Tim does the first half. Yeah. Jose shuts it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. So, no, Tim does the first half of one game and then he's never seen again. <laughs> It's still, you know, you can arrest that slide second half. So yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah. Just well, give him the first half. I always used to be obsessed with Paul Parker's Wikipedia page. Yeah. Uh, because it's clearly written by either him or his wife. I'm convinced. Yeah. It's written, it, it knows a lot about him. Does it mention his deflected guy over Shilton in the World Cup? <laughs> Come on, oh, hey, if it doesn't, it's definitely written <laughs> yeah. by him. Yeah. He got an assist for Lineker for the equaliser. Yeah. Right. So at very, best, he's even. Exactly. Very yeah. decorated um, player. He was a good player. Very good player. Good um, fullback. But he did say that those sorts of managers, of course, don't work long term. He said, United need to start thinking about the long term as soon as possible because if not, they face the ultimate danger turning into the new Liverpool. Oh, <laughs> gigantic dig. Hey, and that the is time team level of dig. <laughs> my, and that is my dig of the week. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lovely one from yeah. Big PP. What a dig. Hey? P squared. Doubly old joke. Yeah. Come on. P squared getting surely, the trowel out. Surely, surely those words are from Ferguson. Come on. Paul, Paul, yeah, probably were. Well, Ferguson's not working him. Paul Parker getting the little, know, getting the little paintbrush out when they find the dinosaur bone. There's a massive dig just dusting off the mud. Tim Sherwood's bones and Liverpool's bones dust, dusting them off with a little paintbrush. Yeah. I, I understand. And he said, oh, Richard Hammond coming with a helicopter. I understand the digs at... Um, at Mourinho and Liverpool, but what show had done to Paul Parker yeah, to get in that <laughs> absolute it, mega dig? One of my favourite, one of my favourite um, ever, like non absolutely unexplainable digs was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are boxing fans, but uh, Tony Bellew, uh, he's a quite quite an outspoken Scouse boxer, and um, not the one who's in the he's in the Rocky film. Yeah, okay, he's in the yeah, new Rocky yeah, film. Yeah. That's, this is where it came about, and. Um, he started. He was interviewed about Tyson Fury who'd saying all these things, saying mm. all these outspoken things, how controversial it was. And they interviewed Tony Bellew, like, you're a boxer, what do you think? And Tony Bellew, I opened the interview by going, you know, I think all paedophiles should be publicly executed. That's just my opinion. <laughs> and I was thinking, where's that come from? Why are you starting the interview with that? Uh, wow. What do you mean? Is there one in the room? You've made it worse. Are you yeah. subtweeting? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Wow. So sometimes, what I'm trying to get at is sometimes sportsmen and ex-sportsmen do lose their way a little bit. Mm. Unfortunately. Especially get punched in the head all the yeah, time. All the time, yeah. Unfortunately, everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, La Liga and lots more from around the globe after this. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin. And when I'm not banging my cube, I'm listening to the football ramble. 
Granada. Oh, hang on. Before I say that, what about the preview show coming mm. up on Friday? Preview show sponsored by Bet365. Coming at you like Cleopatra. On the... Mm. On the um, on the Reading West Brom thing, did, did, did we did we say there would be an upset? Because I think I very I think clearly remember saying there wouldn't be an upset. <laughs> maybe so maybe you guys did and I didn't. But that's the sort of stuff you can expect on the preview show each the best, week. The best players don't beat themselves up. No, they exactly. just move on to the next match. On. Exactly, yeah. they move on to the next. Move club. on to the next wrong prediction. Granada one, Valencia two. Another win for Gary. Um, Paul Hamley's been in touch about this game. Has so he? My highlight of the week is Gary Neville's turnaround in fortunes immediately after Diggory Pete Donaldson proclaimed him to be unfit for the job. Yeah, he's won three in a row since three then. Three in a row, Peter. <laughs> Did I say it was, that seems like a big uh, sweeping claim, doesn't it? I, that I, sounds like I was getting involved with the actual punditry. I've worked with you for about eight years now, and I, I'm siding with Paul on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Another Paul yeah. on the show. I enjoyed uh, Gary Neville trying a bit of uh, Spanish out of the presser. Did he? He, he tried a bit, uh, but. He's got that beautiful kind of Brit abroad where I'll have a crack at the words, but I'm not doing the accent. No, no. It's like when Roy Hodgson does like Swedish and, and Belgian and hey. all, the, all the different languages he knows. But he's talk, 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 talk. No, no, that's just the tone of his voice. Hodgson's a pro, come on. But it's always it's either one or the other, isn't it? You either speak the language with no accent or you don't speak the language with an accent. Yeah, exactly. My feeling on this, my thinking around this, and I've thought about this for a while, is that I think for people learning a new language, the accent is the embarrassing part for them. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. not the words, it's the yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. why they sort of go in, dip their toe in, and just don't bother doing the whole thing. Yeah. And that's what Neville's doing. But he's, he's definitely coming on. I mean, his first ever meeting of the players was an absolute disgrace. But it's a good win, though. They won 6 0 in the Europa. Yeah, Ooh, three on of, the bounce. Bit of confidance, Jim. Bit of confidence. They're, uh, the first goal, I think it was against Granada. Beauty. Lovely setup. So um, the first away. one's the hardest. They're over the hump now. <laughs> it is. It I think they're going to win is. the league. Um, did you see uh, Adri's goal for Athletic Bilbao away <laughs> yeah. to Marseille in the Europa? Filth. It Absolute was filth. Oh, is it the volley? Yeah. It was the volley yeah, from about lovely. 30, Talk us through it. I didn't see this, Marcus. It was a proper chicken dipper. So do you, <laughs> right do you remember? Do you remember about? Oh, it must be about seven or eight seasons ago now. Matt Taylor scored one on his left foot volley against Bolton at Fratton Park. Mm. It was yeah. similar to that, but it wasn't as far out. That was yeah, that was a ridiculous try. <laughs> Are you when saying I... that Matt Taylor's was better? Is that? I've said that... my piece. <laughs> both both goals are for charity. Anyway, Valencia are only um, 32 points off the top now. They so are. It's worth thinking about. When I saw that athletic Bilbao <laughs> go in, I was with uh, an American friend of mine, and he said, uh, he saw the guy and he went, oh, that was a pants down. And I went, what? And he said, oh, when I was uh, playing the old soccer ball when I was younger, he said he that we had... That. No, I'm being silly. Ha- hashtag, hashtag travel. That's right, yeah. yeah. He said that uh, they had uh, a, a very, very loud and vocal and very funny Nigerian coach for their football team. And he would always call chipping or lobbing the keeper from far out, pulling the keeper's pants down. Nice. Mm. Right? So this, how this would play out was if you had the ball in a reasonably good position, and the keeper was off his line. <laughs> you know, like our mate uh, uh, Chim- Chimmers, yeah, yeah. who would just shout, inst- you know when people say bang it? It's bang, 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 bang. Yeah, 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 if you had a chance to shoot. This 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 coach of theirs, you had a chance to chip the keeper on the keeper. He would just go, punch down! That's distracting. But if it was yeah. a particularly good opportunity, he would shout, punch down, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Before he'd even shot. <laughs> Yeah. Surely that's going to put you off. Well, right? you would have thought so. Yeah. Pants down, It would baby. make me think, have my pants fallen down? I'd, I'd yeah. lose my concentration. Yeah. Does he want me to take my pants down? What, <laughs> what new tactical innovation is this? Yeah. Isn't that amazing, though? But, if, but you would have no idea if you're an opposition player. Why is that mentalist, Jerry? Why is that, pants why, down, why is that baby? man instructing a baby to go to the toilet? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that sort of stuff during a game anyway. You no. can't shout stuff and, and it's unsportsmanlike behaviour, And if it? you shout your own, you're only allowed to shout oh, your own name. I'm for it. You can't you, shout mine. You can't shout mine. That's a bookable offence. Yeah. yeah. Do you, you remember? Um, do you remember in the Champions League? It was a good while ago now. Uh, there was a Turkish team. I think it might have been Fenerbahce, and they were they were losing. Uh, whoever they were playing was streaming forward, and someone from the Fenerbahce bench just kicked another ball onto the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the Multi ball. I like that. In the Champions League. Like that. <laughs> Highest level of club football competition. <laughs> Lovely old yeah. job. But yeah, Gary Neville, they won. Uh, we saw a Cristiano Ronaldo penalty miss. Mm. Yeah. Hey. Should have passed it, mate. Carlos Kameni in goal. <laughs> I love Carlos Kameni. Continuing the great tradition of Cameroonian goalkeepers. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's a brilliant keeper. Malaga, they're. they're about mid-table, oh, I think. Malaga could have could have won that game. Mm. They got stage Navas, fright on a Navas, couple of occasions. Navas kept, in, kept them in it. Um, the guy who scored the goal, what's his name? Al Bentoza, on loan from Derby County. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good move. 
<laughs> He's happy with that. It's a lovely old move, isn't yeah. it? Ronaldo, Ronaldo's goal was offside, so technically they shouldn't have even. It was been. offside, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, Malaga have got great defence. If they just sort it out and attack, they'll be away. Because I think only Atletico Madrid have conceded more goals in La Liga than them, something like that. Wow. Mm. Yeah, very good defence, but they're about mid table. Do you mean put... fewer? No, fewer. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. They've yeah, conceded yeah. 22, Atletico have conceded 11. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And wow. Villarreal actually have conceded 18. So. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, and Barcelona have conceded 20. Yeah. They've got oh, a very good defence. Sorry, yeah. yeah. I'm all over the place. 11 the goals, there. by the way. Let's go Madrid in 25 games. It's, it's incredible. But yet they're still struggling, aren't they, to keep up with Barcelona? But that's fair enough. One of those yeah. games they lost to Malaga. Yeah, well, yeah. There we are. Big Poetry. Kemeni in goal. <laughs> Kemeni in goal. Uh, right, we're moving on to a, a section which um, probably uh, will be a one off, sadly or hopefully, depending on how you look at this. And it's simply entitled Red Cards from Around the World. Um, <laughs> there's a few strange incidents involving red cards recently. First, we go to Turkey. Uh, some of you have seen, would have seen this. During a match involving Trabzon Spor and Galatasaray, the referee sent off a load of players. Yeah. Uh, one of the Trabzon Source players w- was sent off after it looked like he'd barged the referee when a penalty was awarded against him. That's a fair sending off. Yeah. He, he did Depends go- on the ref. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are we talking Kevin Friend? Is it is it someone who's annoying as Kevin Friend? Because, you know, <laughs> bear in mind though that Kevin Friend will be making the decision. So uh, yeah, that is true. Actually, I remember yeah. actually. You remember Paul Durkin? Yeah, Paul mm. Scholes' dad. Yeah. Uh, once when uh, I think it was at Highbury, Patrick Vieira obviously disagreed with the decision he made, and Vieira went up to him and sort of put his hand on yeah, one, of Durkin's, like one of Durkin's pecs, so very gently. It wasn't yeah. it mm. didn't assault him. I think he was trying to get his attention, and Durkin just whips out the red cards and looks at him and just goes. Oh, just f off and gives him a red card. <laughs> Get off the pitch. That's ungentle. Get news, off isn't the it? pitch. <laughs> well, in the uh, well, in the centre of uh, Trabzon, they had uh, they had uh, a big protest. So, like thousands and thousands of people from uh, from the uh, stadium obviously lined the streets, and they all had red cards. Like, this is right after the game. Where did they get all this red paper what? from? That is, that is well played I, by them. I mean, the, the reason why this, because in, in the melee of all this, his, his teammate grabbed the, or seized the referee's red card, which had fallen on the floor, and then held it up to the referee as he was sending him off. But not only did that, because we remember Gaza doing that for Rangers yeah. against Hibs, when he showed the, yellow, the referee, that was a yellow. he sort yeah. of booked the referee and laughed, and the referee booked him. But this player showed the red and then pointed, pointed to the yeah. stand. <laughs> but this is the thing, when, da- when Gaza did that, it was clearly as a joke. Yeah, this, that, this guy had lost his mind and was actually trying to but send you, the referee yeah. off. I love the way he was doing it because yeah, but I love the way he was doing it because he was probably thinking to himself, "Well, you're a referee. You've probably never been sent off before. Yeah. So here's what happens: go. Is that, yeah. is that, is that feel, like a, doesn't feel nice, does it? <laughs> is that, is that horrible? Like a, you know, like you get a citizen's arrest. Was that a citizen <laughs> sending yeah, yeah. off or something? This can I just t- quickly tell you my favourite uh, red card story involving the ref Mark Riley? I think I might have mentioned not Mark Riley, Mike, Mike, Mike Riley. Riley. Yeah, is that um, I might have told you before? Far away. When Mike Riley was. Um, Back to the touchline, away from the tunnel, mm. so miles away from the tunnel, and he was, and he, and someone put, put in a foul, like a, quite a late foul, and Mike Riley called him over, and you could see him on the camera calling the guy away from the tunnel towards yeah. him, going, yeah. "Come here, come here, come here, yeah, come yeah, here, yeah. come they here, come do here." That. He does that, come <clears> here, come here. The guy walks about fifteen yards towards the referee, away from the tunnel, and when he gets near him, Mike Riley just goes, "Come here, come here, red." <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> and the guys are telling me, "Yeah, red, you should go red." That's red. great. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. It's like, it's like Very FIFA, petty. On the old FIFA game, where if you ran away from the referee, he, he couldn't send you yeah, off. Exactly. Send you off. That's FIFA '95, I think. Uh, it, was, it was everything pre '96, <laughs> I think. All right, computer games, man. Yeah, all right, Pete. You started it. Anyway, this all happened in the 86th minute of uh, of this Turkish Super League encounter. Trabs on spot were already down to nine men at this point. Uh, due to early sendings off in the 59th and Turkey. 70th minute. Yeah. yeah absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Any other feathered birds you'd like to <laughs> shout randomly? Yeah, um, goose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, four men sent off Galatasaray. They only won it 2-1 with a late penalty. Is that the Presumably thre- scored by Ali McCoy. But is that, is that the threshold, though? Because if you have one more sent off, the game's abandoned, That's right, right yeah. yeah. I thought it was if you had four, but it must be no, five. No, it's five, it's okay, five. Okay, right. Yeah, because I remember I was telling you that uh, Rangers and Hearts once, uh, the Hearts went down to seven. Wow. No, this is only a few yeah, weeks you probably ago. did, yeah. That you is dirty. Yeah, that is dirty. Dirty. Uh, right, so that's Turkey. Uh, now we move on to Germany. Uh, this Bar- was great. I this, saw this. Yeah. This is very This good. is weird. Borussia Dortmund, they beat Bayer Leverkusen 1-0 away. Great win, that. Bayer Leverkusen is a very tough place to go with Chicharito, who seems to be player of the month 
every month in Germany, Jim. Um, but Aubameyang scored a controversial one as Leverkusen thought that Stefan Keisling was fouled during play. And Leverkusen's manager, Roger Schmidt, was sent to the stands for protesting too much, but refused to go. So the referee took the players off the pitch and they resumed play eight minutes later without Schmidt in the dugout. Yeah, I mean, you, you just can't do that. He's going to get a big ban. He was talking about He's it He's meant today. to set an example. He was saying, <laughs> in the, I saw something in the newspaper today saying that he was really sorry about it and stuff. So, well, you should have thought of that at the time, man. Yeah. A lot of naughtiness this week. It yeah. really is. Unseemly. Aubameyang's uh, goal was uh, a bit dodgy, wasn't it? He's yeah. got, he's got he a was, few, though, hasn't he? There was a brilliant um, shot of him in the crowd last week. I don't know why he wasn't playing, but he was uh, He was in the crowd. And he had what could only be described as a court re- resembling Jerry Halliwell's one yeah. in the Two Become One video. Oh, yeah. But white. Phenomenal dress sense on that it, man. It, I, I don't know where he gets it yeah. from. I, it's like he's got dressed in the dark but he stayed overnight at um, Mariah Carey's house. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Was it better than uh, that famous one that Tino Asprilla wore for Newcastle? Yeah. Well, not for Newcastle. Was, was on, not... on his debut, he came in when it was snowing and he was wearing a big fur coat. I yeah. mean, that was like he'd click randomise on the RPG yeah. character generator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just anything. Not even the strangest thing he's worn. I'm sure we've all seen the video <laughs> yeah. going down of him it, dressed as a T-Rex on a horse kicking a giant football Is around. that definitely him? Yeah. Well, I'm going to assume it it's, is. It's yeah. posted by him on his Twitter account. I suppose, who else could it be? I don't like it because it's Seems to me like he's starting to get in on the joke now. Yeah, he's trying too is. hard. Yeah. Be natural, Tino. I liked it when you were kissing horses. Want, I, I agree with you, but I think that could well be him just being natural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want my uh, big news of the week? Yes, go yeah. on. I, I, we haven't I, got through the red card list yet. Well, I'm, well we just brought up Tino Asprilla. All right. My big news of the week yeah. is, at Pete Donaldson on Twitter has been blocked by Tino Asprilla. No! What? And I don't know why. If anything, you're the biggest proponent of Tino Asprilla. I know! In football broadcasting anywhere. I know. I'm, I am speechless. I, I don't know. I, think, <laughs> I just think everybody tweets. What? Every time he does something mad, people tweet me going, have you seen this, Pete? Uh, and I think he thinks that I'm building a dossier of some kind. <laughs> you, must be, you must be upset about that. I am genuinely annoyed. You have to log out every time you want to see his <laughs> tweets. <laughs> oh, you got what? previous. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> well you, you can log at this football ramble. Yeah, well, he, that's the thing. The football ramble isn't blocked, but I'm blocked personally. What have I done, Tino? That, that is true of a What have I done? Pete, at least he knows who you are. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Donaldson won. Can I what just say, I can I just say, I think you know what you've done, <laughs> but you're not telling us. Yeah. If he's going to have open DMs. <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we change the Football Rebel password, please, on the Twitter? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, it's already been done now. Yeah. Lord Rebel's on that. Yeah. Oh, Peter. Not, we need not, a campaign. Get yeah. Pete unblocked. Two Twitter controversies. Just from t- t- you know, The thing is, though, people are going to sure listen to this and now start tweeting Asbria about this, and it's going to get worse. Yeah. No, well, how it's, can it get worse? Well, he won't see them. He's really? got a gun and a horse. Yeah, how can it get worse? It's right. Tino Asbria. He won't get past British customs with them. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Uh, yeah, it'll be fine. That's uh, why right. he right. didn't have that Darlington <laughs> trial that time. <laughs> probably. Probably the Too only Too close reason. to Hartlepool. Yeah. Right, uh, and the final one um, on our uh, makeshift section, uh, red cards from around the world. We go to Mexico. When Cruz. Cruz El Sur equalised late on against uh, rivals Club America. Big game, that. It's Cruz Azul, isn't it? Cruz Azul. What yeah, did I say? Blue Cross. You could a... Cruz El Sur or something. Oh, Azul. Really? Yeah. Azul, yeah, sorry. Forgive me, brothers and sisters. Uh, yeah, they equalised late on against their uh, fierce rivals Club America. And the club's manager, Thomas Boy. It's a great name, Thomas Brilliant Boy. One. He was Tommy sent... Boy. Yeah, old boy was sent off uh, after his wild celebration provoked an angry reaction from the opposite bench. He really gave it something. <laughs> I watched that and it was it was like a Tommy Gun version of the Pardew fist pump. Tommy it was like, boy. It was just like it was it wasn't much. I didn't think it was a problem. Well, I, I, that so, it's that sort of attitude that gets you blocked, <laughs> blocked. by professional footballers <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. Well, he was professional. Uh, Ex professional footballer. Yeah, he was sent to the stands, uh, and three players were also sent off in the kerfuffle. Yeah. Loads of red cards <laughs> uh, happened on the weekend. But if you, if you, but Marcus, if you don't watch Central American, South American football very often, yeah. You, you, it's very easy to fall into that thinking where you think that every single game is like that. Which, yeah. of course, There's every single game. Yeah. Yeah. In reality, it's like one in three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Max, Max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boy said after the match, there ought to be a directive from the Referees Commission listing the permitted celebrations. Oh, that's oh. a big one. Oh. <laughs> Tough police. Oi, you've got to have a bit of the boy. <laughs> have a deal. Yeah, there we enough. are. Yeah, there's, there's your red card chat, ladies and gentlemen, for, for that week. Shall we go to the highlights of the week with Luke Moore? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, I've got some good ones here. Everyone, people have excelled themselves this week. Uh, goody um, I'll then start off with this one from Mark Ridley. He says, Bath City missed two penalties in the game on Saturday. And that's not that bad when you think about it. He then goes on to say, that's the third time it's happened this season. Gordon <laughs> <laughs> Bennett. Who, that's is it the same out. guy? I don't know. It'll He's not come. It'll come. 
Um, I really like this one from Luke Chambers made me aware of this. It's on the, on the Mirror website uh, about Didier Deschamps. Um, it's, the story is, Didier Deschamps has been scouting Napoli defender Kaladu Koulibaly for France's Euro 2016 mm. squad, completely unaware that the defender is already playing for Senegal. <laughs> it's not like he's an unknown player as well. Yeah, that's right. It was the big racism scandal a few weeks ago. Yeah. He should know. Wow. It was probably written on the page. France, France coach Deschamps revealed that he had been keeping tabs on the impressive centre-back when questioned on the chances of, let, of athletic Bill Bowes, Aymeric Laporte being called out for this summer's tour on home soil. Um, as well as admitting an interest in Barcelona's Jeremy Mathieu, Deschamps said, for our defence, I've also been following Koulibaly on, our, on a popular sort of French TV show. <clears throat> Koulibaly's played four times for Senegal. <laughs> but Sorry, a bit worse than that, when they actually told him, he went, really? Well, we'll see. Yeah, he did. No, yeah, he, no, we he won't. tried to style it out, didn't no, he? No, we yeah. won't. Yeah, you will see. I might think about changing the FIFA rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, genuinely, in a, in a week or so, that might be doable. He's, he's not going to pick pie, though, I don't think. Which is, If he doesn't, that's a shame. Um, Phil Hughes has been in touch. He says, my heart of the week was receiving the following message from my brother, Dave. And he says, I came back from Bruges today. I got on the Eurostar and Pete Donaldson from Football Ramble was sat two seats away. Oh, hello. He's only been to Ghent for a piss-up. Uh, <laughs> hang on, wait. Can, it be for, can I ask whether it's the, it was the way out or the way back? You can when I've finished. Because <laughs> if it was the way back, I was still steaming. <laughs> it sounds like it was the way back. Yeah. <laughs> Either. Phil goes on to finish. Pete from the Ramble on an overseas drink in Sojourn, to quote Jim from the last preview show, I just think, yeah, consistent. <laughs> <laughs> well... You had a nice time, didn't you, Petey? If I'm look at if the I'm expense gonna... of the locals. No, I was very nice and uh, polite. Okay, you've but learned. when I was on the Eurostar, I might have been a little bit boisterous. Ah, you're a bit more polite in the European Union, aren't you? Well, you're I am. Yeah. Bawdy on the on public transport. I wasn't getting bawdy. I got my belly out a few times. Okay, so started that, I mean, if that's it. not bawdy, did you get your Dutch uncle out? <laughs> I, didn't get my Dutch uncle <laughs> I think out you've now. got a real you've got a real vested interest in the Britain staying in the EU because the, <laughs> the free movement of people law is very important yeah, exactly. to you, isn't it? <laughs> Donaldson's Dutch weekend. Yeah. I'll tell you something now. If Britain come out of the EU, I'll give it two months before the words European arrest warrant. <laughs> If the if the pound gets any weaker, I will I will struggle to pay the fines. To be quite frank, yeah. finance chat. Yeah, there we go. I've got two more highlights. Far away. One's from Joe Hurd. He says on Thursday I was in the away end for Sporting Lisbon versus Bayer Leverkusen. Sporting. Sport. Whatever. He's, he's put Sporting Lisbon. His error. Yeah. Don't shoot the message. Okay. He says Bayer were fantastic and won one nil. And the highlight was the next day when I received an email from the club and get this, giving me two free tickets for the return leg as a thank you for my support. Oh. Well, I have no use for them as I live in England. I think it's a great gesture and it's a great reward for the away fans who travel across Europe following them. That's very good. That's fantastic. Great. And this is the final one from Will Donovan, which made me laugh. He says, on Friday, I'm off on holiday around Europe with my girlfriend. I put the whole thing around arriving in Rome on Saturday morning so I could watch the Football Italia Classic of Roma Fiorentina. Unfortunately, I found out the, m- the match has been moved to Friday night before we arrived. Oh. Whole holiday's a write-off. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you'll be on holiday with your girlfriend, presumably you yeah, like. Yeah, in Italy. Yeah, in Italy. But yeah, yeah apparently the whole thing's right. a write-off now. Oh, It'll be true. We were, we were on the WhatsApp group, we were listening to the Football Italia uh, theme tune, weren't we? <laughs> Just, just needless, yeah. but just that man who shouts Italiano. It's just too aggressive. It's great for a Sunday afternoon. Oh, it, was a Sunday, it was a Saturday morning, I think. Sunday, Sunday morning. No, but the highlights program Italiano was a Saturday morning. Everyone thought it was um, Goal Lazio, and they were all yeah. wrong. It's Goal Lazio, isn't it? Mm. Which is what a fantastic goal. I it think. is. Yeah. What yeah. a fantastic goal! What a fantastic what a goal! I've got a couple of highlights. Blatter protesting his innocence again, saying this, I have killed nobody. I have not robbed a bank... Uh, I have not taken not any traditional form. Yeah, yeah. I have not taken any money from anywhere. Mm. Uh, I was even treating well all my ex-girlfriends what, at the same time. Yeah. Another one on the go. I love this. This is classic set because yeah. it starts off being really arrogant and defensive, then just goes massively yeah. off piece. He, <laughs> he says it's true. They defend me. One I was only married to for a few months, and she is really defending me. <laughs> What on earth is going on? I've got a fever highlight as well. That's because they're entitled to half of it. I've got a fever highlight as well. I'm not making this up. I can't remember the guy's name, but yeah. FIFA have just banned the guy for 90 days uh-huh. for failing to observe his 90-day ban. <laughs> That's the best ban oh, in the on? history of football. <laughs> Only behind René Higuita, who uh, got done for cocaine and got a six-match ban <laughs> in <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> who was it? Um, one of the FIFA presidential candidates sent them transparent voting booths as well, seeming to take the idea of FIFA being transparent. Class. Very, very literally, and they're just <laughs> refusing to use them. That is absolutely brilliant. Um, this is another highlight. Frank Ra- uh, Frank Reichard, and he said Frank Lampard rather on his friendship with Andrea Pirlo because they're playing in New York together. He said, "I always tried to get him a nice lager or beer." 
He's quite open to that, but he's Mr. Italian Man. So he loves his Italian <laughs> restaurants, which there are a lot of in New York. He owns a vineyard back in Italy, so he's a bit of a connoisseur. Mi- they Mr. Are <laughs> Mr. Italian Man. Sounds yeah, like a clothing yeah. brand Frank Lampard would wear. Shut up, Mr. England Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Clearly, just, you know, they're taking it really seriously out there, aren't they? I just love the stereotype being fulfilled there of Frank Lampard, yeah. an Englishman going over to America, yeah. finding an Italian <laughs> yeah, man, just right. going, Oi, have a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Oi, have Mr. A beer. Italian Man, have a beer. Go on, have a beer. Put down your pizza and have a beer. Oi, wino. Oi, wine man. Have a beer. He's having a nice risotto with a bit of wine and Frank Lampard's going, look, can we get on a beer? Are you going to finish that pizza or are you going to change sides halfway through? Have a beer. Seriously, have a beer. No PLO or party. Get a beer. Have a beer. Have a beer. My uh, my highlight of the week was Cheltenham Town's free kick routine. Oh Did my you see goodness, this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Four, four of them dummied it and then yeah. one of them just skied it. It was we, brilliant. We got a really irate Facebook comment about that. And I wasn't <laughs> going to mention it, but since you brought it up, it, I, I will read it out because it's funny. But can you feel for like 30 seconds? Well, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about. Here we go. Tim, I found it right. Oh, okay, right. Tim Sherwood's caught. No, no, no. We've had enough this, of him. Owen Rendell, he says, um, my highlight yeah. of the week is anything but that Cheltenham free kick. We're top of our league with a club record 21 games unbeaten. The best goal difference in the top five divisions. <laughs> and uh, we're playing some of the best football in my six years of being a supporter and all we're known for is a bad free kick yeah, you've got all that and the worst free kick routine yeah. <laughs> someone, someone replied straight away going yeah but it was proper shit <laughs> Pete what was the Tim Sherwood quote again? I can't remember he, just, he goes uh, when you're hot you're hot when you're cold you're cold no, no it's when, you, when, you, when you're hot you're hot when you're cold you're not hot nah, nah, nah. <laughs> oh I ain't felt this bad ever yeah and when you're only halfway up, you're neither up oh, nor what down. About, yeah. What about uh, that moment from uh, the Millwall match where the defender knocked it back to the keeper, but he put it quite high and the keeper headed it over his own goal? It was oh, an was absolute good. missile of a back yeah. pass. <laughs> it was a missile. The thing is, though, the keeper can use his hands there. You just can't catch it. Yeah. yeah. Is that, right? is, that, is that the rule? I just thought I believe I just, so. I just thought, oh, you can yeah. stop that. Just go, no, come on. That was of, never a back it, pass. If it's <laughs> the sort of thing where it would otherwise, you know, need a save, you can mm. use your hands. Mm. Oh, yeah. that, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's how I've always understood it. It was an absolute test of a back pass. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> it was it ridiculous. Was. Did you see it? It's ridiculous. Yeah, he like fired it 100 mile an hour. It's the way he sort of pumped himself into the back yeah. of the net as well. There's that famous back pass back in the day before the back pass rule was implemented. And I think it might have been. Graham Souness playing for Liverpool, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I might have got that wrong. Is it an own goal, this? No, no, no. It's oh. a back pass. And if it's not Souness, forgive me, but it's fairly famous. It on, was a man on, with a moustache. Yeah, and, and, and the guy, he, he, the midfield player, has got the ball halfway inside the other team's half. Knocks it back. He looks, a couple, looks up a couple of times, can't see anything, and just sends an absolute bullet yeah. back to his own keeper. The striker for the other team tries to chase it down, yeah. and he gets like really annoyingly close, and the keeper just picks it up, looks it's around. It's crazy when you think of the of football when before the back pass rules yeah. introduced. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. A, lot, a lot of people, not me, I would personally like to distance myself from this viewpoint but a lot of people will suggest it's a large reason why Liverpool was so successful in the 80s yeah, that, that's I'm true. not that saying is, that myself no, they, a lot, they, a lot of ex-Liverpool pros that. do basically admit that I think Pete Donaldson thinks that it was a part of the game it wasn't yeah. that only Liverpool could do it exactly yeah, it's a part of the game if you use that to your advantage no it was that's why they stopped it it was unfair <laughs> it was just unfair yeah it wasn't fair oh there you are any more for any more or should we have a website roundup? Let's. Let um, us, Jim. So, having been alerted to the power of trolling your own by Jolene Lescott last week, Kelly's now spotting it everywhere. Visit thefootballroundwell.com where you'll see her list, which includes, but is not limited to, Cristiano versus paint, pants and press conferences, Stephen <laughs> Fletcher versus himself, Jurgen Klopp versus Roberto Firmino, and Aston Villa versus the world, but mostly their own fans. So follow <laughs> Kelly at Kelly underscore Wells because she's worth it. Can we, all, can, we all, can we all agree that um, for all his faults... Kelly's the best thing in the ramble <laughs> yeah, that goes without saying but I think I think for all his faults Cristiano Ronaldo does look very good in a pair of pants oh of course get some words out yeah. well you know you were rushing to agree with that. I was that. trying yeah. to get my Dutch uncle out as well. <laughs> um, uh, Marvellous stuff. Oh, there are still uh, tickets available for the Newcastle show. Can't mm. imagine why. Yeah. Because um, you have a go at Keegan every week. That's not true. We haven't done it this week. Yeah. <laughs> so be careful. I've got, I've got an idea. If you come, we'll be nice to Keegan. Yeah. Yay. For, for a bit. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you need to get your hearts massive to come down. Maybe I do. Well, Maybe <laughs> not after the last so Saturday's performance. The Newcastle live show, the Birmingham show sold out, as is the London show, but the Newcastle show on the 8th of April there are still about I think there's a, I'd say a couple of handfuls of tickets left right. mm. so get yourself to thefootballramble.com and you can buy them there 
Um, and yeah, we'd love to see you. Mm. Indeed, indeed. Uh, don't forget uh, to check out 442s as well, as we'll be animated. A short uh, slice of this show will be animated, and it'll be hilarious. Sort cause... of like us with, with all our imperfections taken out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a few extras put in. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's why it's only a minute and a half long. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch, the website is thefootballramble.com, but that's not where you get in touch, of course. You get in touch with the uh, email address, show at thefootballramble.com, or Twitter at footballramble, or on Facebook and Instagram. Check all and, that. And Snapchat. We are on Snapchat, Peter. You're still using the Snapchat? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. is it any good? Um, well? I did some work last week on it where I, I, I watched the Newcastle match while pretending to be Casey Affleck, the actor. Okay. So Was it otherwise just you with your belly out on a train? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah, I, I'm sorry if anybody saw me on that train. I was not in a fit <laughs> Someone state. did. Someone felt, someone felt the need Didn't to, approach to stage, me. To Didn't approach me to say hello. Well, well, was, probably... were, well, two points on that. One, they were intimidated. That's right. <laughs> two, they felt necessary to stage an email intervention. I wasn't yeah. that bad. I just got, got my belly out, that's all. Uh, by yeah. the way, they would have been intimidated, and you're not a particularly intimidating fella. That's no. how much of a state you probably I were. wasn't in that much of a state I just remember being a little bit merry I can All imagine right. actually we should do Pete's intervention as a show yeah <laughs> be good. arguably the last eight years yeah <laughs> <laughs> well before we discuss those ideas let us go yeah, let's for libel's sake say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Luke goodbye say goodbye Pete sorry Tina ta from me minted Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.